0: This is Sarah Lemon, author of The Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced by the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash and read my blog, The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Peanut butter and chocolate. Just give me the creeps. <laughs> That was a confession in one of my recent blog posts, sort of running up to Halloween when this combination is so popular. And not just for the holiday. I have members of my family who are addicted to those Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups, but even dark chocolate, which I do prefer over milk chocolate, can't really sway me. It's not that I don't like chocolate or I don't like peanut butter. Neither one are my favorite. I like them well enough, but together, there's just something about it that doesn't work for my palate. Don't even get me started on Reese's Pieces, I said in my blog post, which are just so sickly sweet. I feel like I need to brush my teeth after just eating one. We'll see what happens if any of those make it home with my kids from trick-or-treating. So in my blog post from October 28th, I offered an antidote to this spell that peanut butter and chocolate seem to cast over so many people for Halloween and beyond. But apart from Halloween, this just sounds like a great recipe and not altogether unwholesome for people who are looking for a fast kind of sweet treat that goes down easy, maybe as a snack after school for kids before they go on to the next activity. This one does have some protein. It packs the protein of not only peanut butter. But honey roasted peanuts. And for the grown ups, although I could see some kids potentially liking this combination as well, my kids do happen to love smokehouse sort of style nuts, smoked peanuts as a replacement for the honey roasted peanuts. And Maybe just a dash of cayenne pepper in the batter, although that might be a little much for some kids, to just give this that sweet, savory, salty combination that's become so popular in gourmet baked goods over the past decade or so. These are honey roasted peanut blondies from the Chicago Tribune posted to my blog, The Whole Dish, October 28th under the headline peanut blondie cast spell without chocolate. Because a blondie, of course, is basically a brownie without the cocoa powder. Now, if you are looking for something sweet, if Halloween can't say your sweet tooth, you can add an optional cup of white chocolate chips to these but I definitely prefer them without and in my household there's rarely occasion for us to add more sugar to things I tend to look for lower sugar baked goods and that's one reason why these honey roasted peanuts really appealed to me This recipe is sweetened with some brown sugar and vanilla extract along with the honey roasted peanuts and you can keep sugar to a minimum even further if that's sort of your goal by using an all natural peanut butter like Adam's brand. If you are accustomed to the ones that separate, the oil separates from the solids, they have a homogenized version that is completely smooth, no oil at the top, and it's for the most part an unsweetened peanut butter. A lot of varieties, of course, do contain a fair amount of sugar, so you want to watch for that. You'll first need some nonstick spray for preparing the pan for these honey roasted peanut blondies. The recipe also calls for a half cup, which is a stick of unsalted butter, at room temperature. 3 quarter cup packed light brown sugar, one teaspoon vanilla extract, one large egg, a third cup smooth or crunchy peanut butter, a half teaspoon baking powder, one and a quarter cups flour, a quarter teaspoon salt, and that cup of honey roasted peanuts. Of course, they're out of the shell once they've been honey roasted. Roughly chop those. Heat the oven to 350 degrees. And line an 8 by 8 inch baking pan with foil. Spray the foil with the nonstick vegetable oil spray. In a large bowl with a mixer on high speed, beat the half cup butter that's at room temperature until it's light for 2 to 3 minutes. Beat in the 3 quarter cup packed light brown sugar and the 1 teaspoon vanilla extract until it's light. Crack in that large egg and beat until smooth. Beat in the third cup smooth or crunchy peanut butter, it's your choice, and the half teaspoon baking powder until batter is well mixed. On low speed, beat in the one and a quarter cups flour and the quarter teaspoon salt until those are incorporated. And then stir in the cup of roughly chopped honey roasted peanuts. Scrape the batter into the prepared pan with the foil and the nonstick spray And use an offset spatula or a butter knife to spread the batter to the edges of the pan. Bake in the center of the preheated oven, 350 degrees, until the edges pull away from the pan and the top feels firm, which should take 30 to 35 minutes. Cool on a wire rack for 10 minutes. Then lift the blondies out of the pan using the foil to assist this. Rest them on a wire rack until they're completely cool. Then transfer to a cutting board and carefully pull away the foil. Cut the blondies evenly into four pieces and then cut each piece into four squares. That's how you get nice, even portions. Store in a container with a tight-fitting lid. And that makes 16 pieces of honey-roasted peanut blondies posted to my blog, The Whole Dish, October 28th, under the headline, Peanut Blondie Cast Spell Without Chocolate. For those of you who do like chocolate, however, I have a bonus recipe from the archives of my blog that I'll share in this podcast. This is from November 1st, 2010, posted under the headline, leveraging leftovers from one holiday to the next. Of course, speaking of Halloween candy, just the day after, and this can be found in my blog archives at blogs.e7oregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food the easiest way to search the archives is to select from the drop down menu on the right hand side of the page select November 2010 and page all the way down to the bottom because they're posted in reverse order to this recipe for chocolate peanut butter po de creme posted under the headline, Leveraging Leftovers from One Holiday to the Next. So you're going to get out your chocolate peanut butter cups, (laughs) whether those are pilfered from your kid's Halloween stash or purchased on your own. Those Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups would be delicious in this as well. And this recipe is from Tribune News Service, originally from a late restaurant in Chicago you're gonna need two cups of those peanut butter cups that are chopped and of course peel them, peel all the paper off once you've taken them out of the foil wrapper. We don't want any of that in there. This recipe also calls for one and a half cups whipping cream, that's a divided use. A half cup milk, one and a half tablespoons sugar, that's a divided use. Five egg yolks that have been beaten, five ounces milk chocolate, one vanilla bean, a half teaspoon sea salt, roughly, and four mint leaves. That's for garnish along with the sea salt. Of course, this is going to make like a pudding type custard, a pot de creme, pot of cream in French. And these ones, of course, have chocolate peanut butter cups just to up the ante. It starts by heating the oven to 350 degrees. Combine one and a quarter cups of the cream, the one half cup milk, and one tablespoon of the sugar in a small saucepan. Heat almost to a boil. And then in a bowl, whisk a little of that hot milk cream mixture into the five egg yolks that have been beaten a little at a time just to warm up the egg yolks. This is tempering so your eggs don't scramble. Dribble in a little bit more and whisk again. I don't like to take any chances with this, so I temper sometimes more than the recipe even calls for. Dribble in a little bit more and whisk, and then whisk the entire egg yolk mixture back into the milk and cream mixture in the pan. Add the five ounces milk chocolate and let that melt. It'll take about a minute. Whisk to incorporate. You'll need a fine mesh strainer just to make sure this is ultra silky smooth. You're going to run the milk, cream, egg, chocolate mixture through the strainer into a container to catch it. We're not going to pour it into the sink. That sometimes trips people up when they're using a strainer. And then divide that strained mixture among six ramekins or coffee cups. Then divide that one and a half cups chopped chocolate peanut butter cup mixture over the six ramekins or coffee cups. That's gonna be about a quarter cup per portion. Place the ramekins in a large baking pan. Fill the pan with hot water to the same height as the mixture in the ramekins. This insulates the custard and lets it cook evenly all the way through. Cover the baking pan with foil and bake in the preheated oven 350 degrees until the custards are set. And that'll take about 35 minutes. Remove the ramekins from the pan and divide the remaining half-cup peanut butter cups, a few pieces per ramekin, over those custards and let cool. Refrigerate for two hours. Now to finish these chocolate peanut butter cup podocrumb. Beat the remaining quarter cup cream and half tablespoon sugar in a bowl until stiff peaks form. Slice the vanilla bean lengthwise and scrape out the pulp. Mix with the sea salt. And then place a dollop of the whipped cream on each chilled pot de creme, garnish with that vanilla salt sprinkled on top, and some torn mint leaves. And that makes six servings of chocolate peanut butter pot de creme from my blog archives, the whole dish, blogs.e7oregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food published November 1st. 2010 under the headline, Leveraging Leftovers from One Holiday to the Next. And of course, we have the entire holiday season on its way when I'll be posting a variety of holiday-related festive stories as well as quick meal solutions during the busy season and ways to keep meals light and wholesome as well on my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle, forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.